welcome to my podcast where uh i've decided that uh i'm only drinking good beer hopefully we stick to that i mean you know we will it's pretty pretty easy to not buy bad beer yeah i mean it's 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 a little difficult but at the same time like the 10 barrel stuff where i just knew i wasn't gonna like it so why am i here sure yeah no absolutely so here we are going to a classic a staple of ours if you will uh bale breaker their field 41 pale ale which i was surprised to hear that we never did on the podcast before yeah same we do you know what bale breaker we have done we've done the leota may and the top cutter we i don't know that we've done the top cutter and then we did the other weird one of theirs we did the uh desert okay yeah that's right uh something heat desert bite sure um remember because they're like they got both desert cold and desert hot there so it's got to be desert bite yes um I feel like we've done something else. There's another weird one. It's it's like Leo de May. Oh, we uh, did the mango recently. Oh yeah, there's that one too. I keep, <laughs> you keep bringing up these ones that I'm not thinking. Mango. Of. Yeah, I don't know what you're thinking of now. Ah, fuck. I mean, I could just we could just do a quick little search. Yeah, it'll probably know, type in this real quick. Desert bite. Uh-oh. Mango. Uh oh. Uh. <laughs> and I'm gonna guess this one says Leo de May. Uh, it does say Leo to May, so you're wrong. What am I thinking of? No one knows. So haven't done Field 41, haven't done Top Cutter or Bottom Cutter. Um, you like Bottom Cutter, right? Yeah. 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 I don't... Uh, yeah. To me, both of those beers, whenever I uh, receive them, because I typically don't buy them myself, I think... Why am I not drinking Leota May? That's just kind of what goes through my brain. 100%. Yeah. Uh, Leota May is very much like um, Johnny Utah in that it's like a crisp, hop, gunky hoppiness. Grainy, almost. I don't know. It's really good. Uh, it's just my style of beer. So I'm like, why? Why am I not doing this? I think I had that last time here. You when you got it this past time. Pretty sure. You brought Johnny Utah over. I know that. Did do that. It's good beer. Great beer. Bought some for myself uh, yesterday. Day before, and. Pour it in a glass first time in quite a while, and it's like, fuck, yeah, this is a good time. It's sad that, you know, I, I think I can drink Johnny Utah for longer without getting used to it than I can with Bodhi. Yeah, oh, 100%. That's just so weird. I don't think that's weird at all. Yeah, I think it's weird for me. It's because Bodhi has a very... um orangey syrupiness to it mm-hmm. whereas johnny utah's a lot cleaner tasting so it's like yeah well can't you know you don't really get sick of water <laughs> sure 
Uh, I think John, I mean, I, I know Johnny Utah is up there for me with Fist City and Daisy Cutter. Like those look familiar. Uh, those three pale ales are top tier for me. How was your driving this week? <laughs> didn't do any really. So, <laughs> so that'd be why. That's why I didn't notice. Uh, and the times I did, thank you. Um, it's cloudy as fuck. Yeah, true. So, I mean, yesterday was pretty nice. Yeah. What? Uh, I don't even remember what I did yesterday. I don't know anything. I don't know. I don't know what I do anymore, man. I don't oh, know either. I don't happen. I worked till five. That's what happened. Oh, yeah. So it was dark by then. Um, I woke up this morning. Uh, here and not. I didn't wake up to this, but I woke up and then sure. Uh, I heard uh some cars hitting something. Mm. Uh, often. Oh, okay. Uh, outside my window. Yeah. Like every car that drove by is just kind of pissed me off. Um, after my uh, rounds of morning meetings. Yeah. Got up and was like, I'm going to take a look at what's going on. Yeah, right. Uh, just needles. What? Yeah. Needles. Like syringes. Like. Oh, my God. Just uh, like by where your car is parked right now. Perfect. And popping people's tires. Is that what was happening? And a pan. A pan. Yeah, they're hitting the pan. They were hitting the pan. Oh. Like a cooking pan. God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Seems like weird. Plus so, items to ditch. So that was out in the street today. Lovely. What happened with that shit? I picked it up. Okay. Good for you. How many, yeah. how many needles are we talking here? Well, by the time I picked him up, because it was like uh, after like 3 p.m., like after I got off work. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like everything was just like smashed, driven over, all that shit. So mm-hmm. I don't really know. But, you know, enough to be like a lot that, a I, decent could, that I could tell even when they're run over. I'm like, oh, those are like fucking needles in the middle of the street. So. Jesus Christ. <sighs> yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. Like, my neighborhood is, you know, pretty city. Yeah. You're, uh, you're right on top of the city. But it's not that bad. Yes, that is the best way you could put that. Yeah. <laughs> most accurate. I'll say that. That's the most accurate way you could put that. Um, It's not that bad yes so for sure um overall given uh some of the neighbors you would think it would be far worse true you know it's allegedly it's some sh- of the uh, confirmed one so well <laughs> allegedly uh, i don't know story lined up with what <laughs> they told us themselves so yeah pretty convinced it's true if uh <laughs> So it tells me they just got out of jail and then a police officer walks up to me and says he just got out of jail. I'm inclined to believe that that is now a fact. Well, specifically, he said. How you uh, doing now, by the way? Let's see. I am up. One hundred and fifty dollars. Jesus fucking Christ. That is literally. That's three times what you told me earlier. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. That's nuts. <laughs> I was up 
Uh, two hundred there for a while. So we're, oh, we're okay. still, things are things are going. Things are going. You know, it's 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 a sketchy time for you. I'm sure you're like, when do I pull the trigger? Well, I oh. put it in another order too because I'm like, you know, just fuck it. Sure, that's. Yeah. I'm at that stage now. Right. Like all day today. Okay. Well, let's give context and then I'll talk about my. <sighs> yeah. Feelings. So there, I keep hearing two things and I don't know how they're related. Okay, but they are related, clearly. Okay, I will start from yesterday, and I'll give a chain of events which have occurred. Thank you. So, a hedge fund. Okay. So, this is all happening. Context. I know what that means. We'll we'll go back through. Context of what's going on. Hedge fund buys GameStop GameStop stock. Yep. Uh, Reddit trolls hedge fund. And drives up the price of the stock. Mm-hmm. Uh, ha ha ha. Good joke, everyone. And yep. then this morning, um, Wall Street, not very happy. And things are kind of cracking down on what people are able to uh, buy and whatnot. So, so that's what's been happening yesterday and today. Um, I'm loving it. It's Well, I'm, I'm loving it. I'm pissed that higher ups are like, Sure, we can't yeah, have yeah. this. Like, oh, I'm sorry. I, th- I thought this was a free market last time I checked. Uh, yeah, you you are misinformed. <laughs> so that's the that's, that's fair. That's why I love it because I get like I'm just most of my feelings today have been ha ha ha. This has just been proven. Like, I everyone is accidentally a libertarian today because of what you just said. They're like, I thought this was a free market, and I'm like, you. I've never been a fan of free markets. Sure. So welcome to finding out we're not in a free market, which right. you were advocating against the free market. Yeah. Now you're like, oh, I kind of want, want that. the free market. And it's like, yeah, no shit, buddy. <laughs> welcome to, to the fucking- Welcome to what I've been saying forever. <laughs> <laughs> I posted today. I'm like, wait till you find out about the Federal Reserve and them controlling interest rates. Do the same thing. Wait till you find out about modern monetary theory, which lets the government use money faster than inflation, which is stealing from you. Yep. Oh my God. That that's a that's a good one. Yeah. Love that one. Uh it's just like Oh God. Wait till you find out, you know, antitrust hasn't been successfully at dissolving monopoly ever and really just used to break up companies and then uh enforce regulation for entryism, blocking more companies uh to enter into a market, ergo Comcast. Oh interesting. That one I'm not familiar with. So basically what they do is they take you know, like Bell mm-hmm. is a popular mm-hmm. antitrust and they break up the phone company because it has a monopoly. Sure. And it breaks up into smaller uh, companies. Yeah. And then they put regulation on it to stop those monopolies from forming again. But really what happens is you end up with things like Comcast where they, uh, where it's very hard to enter into be an internet service provider because Costco has all the local infrastructure already Comcast. built and regulation on like built into what it's already it it's infrastructure is already built right before the regulation has come on top of it so like yeah. very hard to get into the market right with any success so yeah it's it's all just kind of fucked and right. when you Think about and when you look at the companies who antitrust laws have broken up, they're really not any monopolies to any severe degree. Um, 
all of that's open. You can research at research the things that they're talking about in those cases, like extorting prices and stuff. There's not across a lot of the industries, there's really no evidence of that. So like, it's just all a bunch of bullshit theater to, for big companies well, to work with government for regulation, to maintain control of a market for the extortion of price to happen. All of these companies would have to come together and agree on something. And that's just never going to fucking happen because they're competing companies. Well, yeah. And it's just what, well, the idea is that if they can, if they can control from, you know, conceptualization through production, through delivery of the product, et cetera, then they could, you know, they could drive down costs in certain areas. Like it just, it's kind of, it kind of doesn't really make sense even, even considering it. Like there, there hasn't been a true like monopoly outside of something that's government enforced that's really existed. Okay. In a free market. It just doesn't work like that. So, yeah. Um, in any case, yeah. So that most of my day has been spent just trolling people online, being like, <laughs> "So, are you a libertarian?" At all? <laughs> um, and then now I'm at the, uh, you know, chaos has ensued. No one knows what's going to happen next. Now I'm at the fuck it, like you know, just. See what happens. Sure, sure. So how does Doge play into this? Mm. That's my fuck it attitude. Oh, okay. Okay. But so, you're not the only one on this. Like this is like a thing right now, too. <laughs> yes, but it's it's okay. So Doge, if you're not familiar, is an internet meme dog. <laughs> um it's funny. I can't remember his name, but there's a guy who created Dogecoin, but it was it was a joke of right. a cryptocurrency. Like it was just for fun. Right. Like, haha meme. Uh really caught on. Um because Elon Musk tweeted it out some <laughs> like year or years ago or whatever mm. during the whole Bitcoin explosion. Right. Um when a lot of cryptocurrencies were popping up. Yeah. Uh so ha ha ha. And then um now it's coming back because, you know, crypto and unstable markets is always successful and people are like, yeah. you know, time to put money back in Dogecoin. <laughs> and I'm and I'm thinking, you know, yes. evidenced by GameStop, <laughs> the memers always win. So you might as well get in now. So, you know, fuck it. Yeah. That's where the fuck it attitude came in. So, That's fair. You know, I'm doing well. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Um, to explain some of the hedge fund stuff. So basically what a hedge fund is in its most simplistic form, please, is a company that says we are going to take, um, like a better way would be if like you and Renee and Elizabeth and Jack got together and were like, man, we have some money laying around we don't really know how to invest it strategies for investing and making a profit mm -hmm. from this money. Mm -hmm. We're going to give it to this. We're, we're going to give it to Levi mm -hmm. to manage mm -hmm. and to run with basically. Okay. That is it, it in its most simplistic form. 
Okay. So all like of an these... investment firm is probably the best got you. idea to think of it. Got you. And so someone decided it was good to put that money into GameStop. Yeah. So the hedge fund purchased uh GameStop at or GameStop at you know five dollars a share, for example. But once everyone thinking, started buying it, thinking that they would sell it. Uh, or they like borrowed it from thinking that they would have to give it back for less money, basically. Right. Guess. Okay. Right. Kind of, kind of way to put it. Oh, they thought that they were going to be able to owe less back. Yes. Okay. Got it. But once everyone started buying and then like jacked the price up, then they're like fucked for now. We owe. A ridiculous amount of money right okay so yeah <laughs> i mean uh, yeah i'm gonna take i'm gonna borrow five grand from you with the expectation that with the valuation i'm gonna actually end up owing you three thousand dollars but instead of owing you three thousand dollars on that five thousand dollars i borrowed from you i owe 27 grand right exactly that kind of thing i just feel like that's the risk you fucking take no 100 percent. that's what and that's what people are saying it's like that's you had it coming when that's the shit you're in yes like i'm sorry that you know you're playing the markets like that a bunch of other randoms can do that too and that's the age of the internet like that's why i said like follow the fucking memers because and what's funny is all of these memers now buying into that because the price is raised now so much can sell yeah and make a fuck ton of money off and people have yeah so that's fucking funny no i it to me it's like it's tough to put it in like actual terms because a lot of it's not you know actual like a like a common quoted thing is someone asked warren buffett like how much did he lose in the stock market crash in 2007 2008 yeah and he said none because i didn't sell right right so he didn't lose money now the value of his stocks obviously went down but he didn't lose money because they're not you know they're not didn't cash out or anything sure yeah and now he's probably up yeah right no kidding that doesn't mean gained money either it's just the valuation of exactly it's all theoretical until you sell it yeah so i don't know it's just kind of a weird thing to think about it really is i know and that's like why i've been getting like into it a little bit more or at least i should say learning more about it lately um because it's very interesting and it's like if you I mean, everyone has their own way of doing it, but I mean, there's there's really simple ways that you can make a decent amount of money. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, and that's part of it, too, is understanding the, like, and this, this goes back to, like, the Warren Buffett thing and the hedge fund that, you know, was borrowing its GameStop was just, like, you have to have awareness of the market and you know, the life cycle of things. And now they're there to their credit. They were saying like, well, GameStop is a retail store. Retail stores are failing, especially in COVID. So GameStop in general is failing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And you add COVID on top of that, like, you know, craziness. That's so from their, their standpoint, they were thinking they were going to make a smart investment, but 
you cannot control, or at least they did not control for the age of the internet, the age of Reddit. Yep. Um, and the age of like, in a way, like thinking that the market is is that stable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, in no this kidding. age where like people our age, a little bit younger, um, like they grew up knowing what crypto was. Yeah. Like we grew up explaining to our parents and our grandparents, like how to use technology. And those are the age of people that are running the hedge fund stuff. So it's like, like in in a in a sense, you have to fault them for not understanding the market that they're operating in. Oh, absolutely. So no, I think you fully can. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, I mean, it's it's why Elon Musk is so successful because Elon, like, you just look at his Twitter; he knows the internet. Sure, absolutely. And like, obviously, like some of his other businesses are wildly successful as well. But it's just like. There's a reason why he's memeing. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, no. I mean, aside from just, like, for the shits and giggles of it alone, it's like... Well, the shits and giggles are valuable, right? Because Absolutely. Like, no, that's what he, I'm saying. Like, aside from, like, him just getting, like, yeah. personal, you know, enjoyment yeah. out of it, like, it's it's it has its value to it, like you said. He, he gets a lot of attention for it. Exactly. So it's just, you know... 100%. <laughs> Speaking of drawing attention, uh, do you follow Revolution Brewing Company on Instagram? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Um, so they posted a picture recently. I and, know that uh, they've gotten some people pissed off recently, which is funny. I am... Uh, Did they do that again? Or do they piss you off this time? They annoyed me. They didn't <laughs> piss me off, but they annoyed me. I'm like... I don't know why, but I thought you were better than this. So, um, so I, I'm sure you are aware that a lot of places are eerily starting to open up for no fucking reason now. Sure. Biden's president, hint, hint. Um, I'm not saying that he came up with his magical fucking vaccine for it. Uh, so, Chicago being one of the cities who is now letting bars and restaurants have uh indoor dining again for no other reason than now trump is not president so we have no reason to make someone look bad exactly right uh which has been the fucking reason the whole time so again it's all a big ploy in my mind uh so revolution made a post and saying you know the city of chicago has reopened dining on a uh on a limited basis which leaves us encouraged for our neighborhood restaurants and bars doing their best to continue during a tough time. And right off the bat, I'm like, oh, these motherfuckers aren't going to open. These motherfuckers are literally allowed to open their doors. Um, Some businesses have had, a lot of businesses have had to go, like, fucking close down because of all this. And now that they're finally able to open, they're like, nah, we don't need to right now. So they're saying revolution is not opening up either the pub or tap room for indoor service at this time and will continue curbside service that day will come and it will be glorious they fucking say and i'm like 
No, I don't think you give a shit, apparently, because you could open up right now if you really fucking so feel like it. No, I think what's happening there is they don't want to commit to something just to just for the government to revert its standings. I don't, that doesn't make any sense, though. Well, because they might have to, you know, invest the time, manpower, building, you know, schedules out and, you know, building people up that they're about to get paid again and get put on shifts and put into production more beer and get the, you know, their space actually set up, you know, according to, you know, whatever regulations Chicago has placed upon businesses opening up, like all that stuff. And then. And then in their mind, they're thinking this could turn around in two weeks. And like now, like you don't want to go through that again. I understand that. Um, Actually, no, I would understand that if this was, you know, November or October, but we were in January and, and like, I honestly think it's fucking political that no i no i that, that that's fine to think but they might be thinking it's political too and that's why like cases are going to go back up from this but that that's what i'm and but then, uh, I, sure i guess it's the other side of the corn right where my thought is it it's been political for the last however long and so now things are returning back to normal because people got what they wanted Sure. I yeah. I and I'm saying they think the, they have the, they see the other side of the coin. Yeah, exactly. Is, that's what I'm saying. They, well, and then they're also thinking like, what if, like, like okay, let's assume that's true. Okay. But things get worse, and they and it starts looking bad for the politicians. So then they're they, forced to have to close yes. things back down. I'm just saying I my assumption is they're playing it safe until things stabilize and they can accurately predict you know the next season of time. Sure. So I commented just an emoji rolling his eyes. That was it, you know? Pretty harmless. I was just like, "Oh, whatever." You're and spicy on your social media nowadays. I was you sit come on it's it's one emoji right okay fucking get over yourself you know um they delete it yeah i mean but are you kidding me go go look at any of disney's comment sections but they're not disney but but they're still a pretty big fucking company they're not disney they're still a pretty big fucking company they're not disney Uh, again i think like you're reading into it so much like animosity when i think it's really they're just wanting to play it safe don't piss anyone off don't create controversy but like let's just see what happens in three weeks i okay sure but like why delete the comment is it why because they don't want anything they don't want any negativity on their post fuck get over yourself it's fucking america it's It's a fucking 2021 okay but but it's just like to me it's just like like if they're already making an effort to play it safe on them reopening their location or not of course they're gonna play it safe on social media too like that's the whole point of their post just to like very middle of the line i get that it just i i personally just don't think they did a good job 
playing middle of the line. No, you just don't want them to play middle of the line. You well, want them to play your side of the line. Well, hear me out. You well, want them to say, fuck no, you, no, government, no. we opened no, already. No, 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 it, uh, Sure, okay. <laughs> like, I, true. I half agree with you. I half agree with you. I want them yes, to but. be on my side. But I would be fine if they play middle of the line. I think they are on the other side of the line. I, and that's why I, I dislike Yeah, it. but here's the thing. They already got burned so they're playing it safe. They already piss people off on this topic. Sure, of course. No, I'm like I'm I'm saying like before this post, they've already had like a social media fiasco. So now they're trying to like. I didn't witness that. Okay, yeah, that's happened. Okay, well, I don't know. <laughs> so I I commented again. <laughs> <laughs> You are, are a <laughs> an asshole, glutton for punishment. Yeah, and so I said, I can't remember because they deleted it. Uh, I <laughs> yeah, they I said something to the effect of all I commented was, and I did the emoji in quotes, and I was like, I didn't think that that was too much harassment. And then and then I ended it with something to the effect of uh, <laughs> I ended it with something to the effect of. With a name like Revolution, I wouldn't think that you would be so eager to go along with what the government says. I said something to the effect of that. I said it a little bit differently. That made a little bit more sense, but I said something along those lines. And so they deleted that. I'm not saying I was right or wrong, Levi. I'm just saying that's what I said. <laughs> and they deleted it. And so then... <laughs> just saying you have a lot of problems with people deleting your posts. And then I commented then again. Have- <laughs> oh <my goodness. laughs> and I said... Please delete this comment too with a with Shaka. Did they delete it? They commented. They said, okay. <laughs> and then they didn't delete it. That's so funny. they didn't even follow up on their word. Well, that's funny. I thought yeah, I thought it was funny too. So then I commented on there with a, just another Shaka, and that was the end of that. But it was Oh Nick. Oh Nick. <laughs> One day you will learn the battle's worth fighting. Uh, no, it wasn't because it didn't. That's what I was saying. It didn't. It, when we were saying, "Oh, they pissed you off," and I was like, "Yeah," and then I stopped. I was like, "Well, no, they didn't piss me off because I wasn't like." No, I'm not. That's not what I'm saying. Uh, well, well, that's what I'm saying. Like I was just dicking around because I'm like, I was just trying to be like a little funny with like also expressing my opinion. Like it's stupid that you guys aren't opening. And instead of like commenting on me being like, oh, you know, explain yourselves in like a sentence or two, they just deleted my comment. So I was like, okay. I mean, and I was correlating this to all these other social media platforms that are deleting people's stuff. Yeah, that's, but that's what I'm saying. I think you're taking it a little too. Sure. Oh, sure. Yeah. Like, I don't disagree with you. I think there's a difference between a social media company. Uh, removing like a, removing posts and then someone like deleting shit off of their page. Sure, absolutely there is. Like, yeah, absolutely, I agree. I just felt it funny to correlate the two. I mean, do you? Sure. Glad you're having a good time. Thank you. <laughs> you of all people, I thought you'd be more proud for someone trolling. No, I troll on my own page. That's mm-hmm. that's the thing. I'm not attacking specific people. Again, they're a big enough company. I think they can. I think they can handle an emoji as a comment. 
That's all that I meant. I can't. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I think you received much worse on a recent Facebook post, and I don't recall any deletions nah. of any comments. Nah. Exactly. Never have I ever. Again, they're just, uh, you know what else? Put a bad taste in my mouth, even though it checks out legally. Is they, uh, they had a little care package thing that they, and maybe they deleted my comment on that, and I didn't even say anything bad. I can't remember. I have to find it. But they posted, uh, it was like at the beginning of COVID, they had like a little care package thing with like a bar mat and a few other goodies and whatnot. And they were like, oh, you got to be in Chicagoland area to get it. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, I don't live there anymore. Any chance you guys would ship it? And they were just like, no, it's illegal to ship beer. And so then I was like, well, buy all the other stuff. <laughs> I don't <laughs> keep your beer if you don't want to get in trouble for that, even though you probably wouldn't. But again, I get it. Keep it's illegal. Beers is. Yeah. And I never commented back to that. So I, I was just like, mm. I pouted about it. I think you're taking things a little too personally. Yeah, absolutely I was. Like I said, I pouted about it like a child. I know. Yeah. Now here you are acting. Now here I am with, with these <laughs> further, lingering subconscious further, thoughts. Further and, acting like yeah, a child. Yeah, with these subconscious thoughts in my mind. Eyes. I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. I don't know. That's what they're saying. Come on, man. <laughs> Chill Where have I heard that before? <laughs> Uh, jeez, I should chill out. I but this is this is why I say I'm like I kind of do just want to delete all social media because I can't handle it. It just annoys me. That's why you just go fishing. True, buddy. But on you know on social media, just pull a bait, a hook. (laughs) (laughs) You piss off other people. You don't let them piss you off. Sure. Yes. That is the route that needs to be taken. Yeah. Don't react. Make other people react. Don't react. Act. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, It's a pretty tasty beer. Yeah, we should probably talk about it. Probably. Uh, right off the bat, I wouldn't throw it up there with Johnny Utah and Fist City, but I just talking shit about Revolution, and they probably make one of my favorite beers of all time. This uh falls into the same trap of uh top cutter and bottom cutter. Whoa, did you? Yeah, never mind. Proceed. That was it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what is uh what is this trap you speak of? Why am I not drinking Leota May? Ah, uh, yes, absolutely. That is true. Yeah, it's pretty good, but you make a Leota May and Yeah. See, and I feel like Leota May has a lot of good flavors that would work well in a pale ale. You know? Like I said, it's like a Johnny Utah. Very right. similar. Wait, Leota May is? Yeah, yeah. Um, Leota May. Yeah, this guy is. 
So like, so this beer, mm. 5.2%. That's not too hefty. Leo de May, 6.2%. Oh, sorry. Okay. So really not that much more alcohol if you're worried about the alcohol content, which I don't know why you would be. Right. Not really. Like you're drinking a pale ale. It's like over 5%. Sure. Um, and Leo de May, not. Not like an eight percent or anything crazy. Six point two. Mm-hmm. Um, forty. So I know. Oh, okay. So I just, I'm like, what's what's uh why? You know. Yeah, I mean, so like very similar hops. Oh, yeah. Um, this one has Cascade. Whereas Leo de May has Equinot, but everything else pretty similar. I got Both e- Simcoe forward. I got some Yanni hops in the Leo de May. That's pretty cool. What? Yanni. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like, you know? Yeah. I mean, again, yeah, we're talking about we're talking a percent difference. We're talking ten IBUs, which in my mind is a percent. And uh, you know, like it's a good beer. Yeah, it's not as good as Leo de May, and I'm just I'm failing to see when I would drink this over Leo de May. Right, like you said, if if someone's like, "Oh, I want to tone down Leo de May," it's like, well, "What are you worried about?" It's it's one percent higher. Like, okay, maybe you're not a lover of of Good hops times. yet. Okay. Same thing. Just, you know, you're not ready to stick your dick in some hops. You don't want delicious flavor quite yet. I yeah. get it. Uh, sure. but you but you're interested in the journey, and then so this is this is a stop on your journey. Mm. But like we're not on that journey. Already made so, it to the destination and back. I'm with you. I don't like. I don't know what to say. Like, yeah, I just I'm wondering what stands out. It, uh, I mean, but it, yeah, it's like that's par for the course for a lot of pale ales. They they do have a hard time finding their own specific character. Yeah, especially in like a especially when they're made by breweries that typically are not afraid of utilizing hops. So, yeah. Yeah. It carbonation wise is fine, but the flavor runs a little flat. That makes sense to you. Sure. Um, I, I didn't want to quite say cardboardy, but although maybe it does have a little bit of a cardboardy going on, and then like the, the bitter and like citrusy hops kind of cover that up a little. I don't know. I would use the word muted. Yes, the flavors feel muted. Oh, oh, it's like I'm fucking with shit here. Quirty. I'm gonna leave that. Right. <laughs> I just like swiped on my keyboard, and that's what happened. Um, it's almost like you know, you're 
you're listening to music and uh, you just you fucked with the equalizer and now you have no bass. <laughs> yes. Yes. They got no bass. She is what it is. Yeah. 100%. No bass, bro. No bass. I feel like that fits better in the thoughts category, but... Uh, my thing's fucking up. Yeah, what are you doing, bro? My thing's fucking up! Thoughts. No bass. Shit. E. Cue. I'm getting uh, some orange peel for the smell. Well, that's nice. The smell is nice. I, when I opened the can, I actually uh, was able to get a little bit of a whiff just from opening it. I'm like, oh, that smells pretty nice. A little bit more pungent than I remember. So, uh, so the head you said is edging, apparently. Likes to edge. Doesn't really like to get all the way there. Yep. Uh, you know, feel like we said, it's got a decent carb to it. Uh, you added, you know, a bit of a fizzy aftertaste. It it does said weird fizz aftertaste. It's weird. What did I say? You said fizzy aftertaste, and I but I wanted to clarify. It's weird. It's weird. It's not like a almost almost not like a like a Pepsi has a real like nasally like punchy aftertaste this one's just kind of weird it just like doesn't feel like it belongs it's just odd it's like almost like a seltzer feel yeah but like not like because the taste is not seltzery at all and it's not throughout the body it's like you drink the beer and then you got like this weird like after like yeah you're like like an empty it's like an empty hollow remnant of what used to be a good beer feel yeah yeah, it's it's quite weird. That's this beer. Yeah, it's this beer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> thoughts. Uh, shadow of a good beer. True. Um. So how they how they describe this beer? Um, don't be fooled by the powerful hop aroma of Field Forty One Pale Ale. I was. So I think that's what they mean by that. Without saying it, is that like okay. Smells like it's a hoppy beer, but it's not that hoppy. Right. Relax if you're afraid of hops. Heavily dry hopped with Simcoe and Cascade. I don't know why they say heavily dry hopped after they're saying, Calm, like, don't be afraid. Yeah, relax. Uh, this perfectly sessionable pale ale drinks easy with a smooth bitterness and is named for the hop field that is home to Bailbreaker Brewing Company. Light and refreshing. It's the perfect beer for a day on the river or afternoon on the slopes. I would still just drink Leo de May. Um, yeah, but a day on the slopes, like this is that's probably the best this beer is gonna be. Like when you're nice and thirsty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, I get a water, and then I'm like, I don't got a water. I got a beer. I got a Field Forty One. Yeah, toss me one, bro. W. Yeah. Um, flavor profile: medium aroma intensity. Oh, I don't think I told you. Okay. Remember how I texted you that Elizabeth said L for the first time? Yes. Like, as in correct W or L? Correct. Um, I figured out, she was like, why is that weird? And I figured out why it's it's so weird. Yeah, you thought it was much more weirder than I thought. It's because of the way she says it. And she says it. L. Like, well, yes. But also, <laughs> it's 
she says it like she's excited to be able to finally use it. Oh, yeah. That's she, where it fits. L. That's an L. Yeah, she gets that way with things. It's like, it's like, it's cute sometimes, but then it's also like, that's you, not, you kind of ruin the meaning of what you're saying. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, I appreciate your enthusiasm, but this isn't an enthusiastic comment you're making. And it's really meant to just be like a shortened thing yeah. that you're supposed to say in passion, passing. Like, exactly. Like, you know, W, medium aroma. Like, you just move on. Sure. Yeah. Exactly. It's like very, like, we're not trying to call it. L. Yeah. We're not trying to call attention to it here. It's, it's, it, whoa. Let's, let's move on. <laughs> calm, calm down yeah all right that makes more sense yeah that makes a lot more sense because it's very jarring yeah because the 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 expression itself i'm like yeah i mean i, I like get how you're kind of an l yeah, you're like, like okay why would you care if she said that right exactly yeah no like, like i get it like you know that's like been your thing lately and so now she's saying it maybe that's a little bit weird but jarring. like yeah you're you're a little on it for some reason so now it makes sense uh malton hops are well balanced <clears throat> with yeah. primary flavors of citrus, bready malt, and floral notes may include fruity, pine, and grassy aromas, present but smooth bitterness, thin, dry, and drinkable. That, I don't like all, how they say may include. Yeah, because I was just going to say that's does all. does or it doesn't. And I would say just all does. I would say all of that's just pretty accurate to the beer. Yeah, the flavor profile is pretty accurate. Yeah. So. Um, I like most of their description uh, especially the don't be fooled by the powerful hop aroma because I think that really sets you in the mindset of the of the beer. They kind of ruin it with the heavily dry hopped. I think heavily. You get rid of heavily and you just say it's dry, dry hopped, hopped with. Simcoe, and then yeah. it's like, then yeah, it's like, sure. Like it does have like, this is like a relatively hop forward beer though. Sure. Like it's not super bitter, but like flavor wise, like it's really the majority of the hops that you're getting all this from. But, you know, a little meta here. Mm. sounded like we were shitting on it, this beer, heavily with our description, which I, want, <laughs> I wanted to bring it back to how they describe it, because <laughs> it is actually a pretty good beer. We're just approaching it as IPA drinkers, and I think if you're an IPA drinker and you haven't had a Bailbreaker beer, stick to the Leo de May. I wouldn't advise, like, you drinking this one first for like your experience of Bailbreaker. Yeah, no. But if you're like, I'm scared of drinking Bailbreaker because they're very hoppy beers, this is probably a good intro. And even the, and maybe I'm remembering it wrong, but even the top cutter is not too bad as far as strength goes. Yeah, I don't think so. It's I think it's just mild. a little, I think like if I remember the thing I don't like about top cutter and bottom cutter is that they, both are a little sweet for me. Like they're kind of citrusy. Well, bottom cutter, you guys. I don't remember bottom that. Bottom cutter, cutter is like cutter. a little syrupy. It, yeah, it's been a long time since I've had top cutter though. Yeah. So do for one. Um. But yeah, like if your you know go to beers are like you know Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, Daisy Cutter, then like this kind of fits in that home yeah no absolutely so i think uh yeah i think grassy is interesting and kind of nice to note i wouldn't mind throwing that in ours because i think it's up there on that this is a beer i think you could uh spruce up with some stuffs i thought you were about to make a pun uh with some yeah 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 yeah, yeah. we haven't Indeed done that in a while yeah. no we haven't maybe we should do that soon 
We'd have to pick a beer. But we just did this beer on the podcast. <laughs> That'd be a little. What was the beer I wanted to redo with? Oh, it was a mission. I wanted to redo a mission with, like, side by side that with the pale ale from Sierra Nevada. Two pale ales in a row. Just popping off on the pale ales. Sure. I think um, bringing up Johnny Utah only further um, confirms my belief that I think pale ale is my favorite beer style. Okay. That's all. (laughs) That's all. That's it. All right. Rating. You know where you're at? Yep. Mm. Yeah, I'm ready to. Three, two, one. Three point. Go. <laughs> I just, mine's going to be a surprising one, so. Sure, yeah. Say you're four, whatever. 3.5. I am a... Four. Yeah, it's pretty... I, I'm not surprised. Um, Maybe they're surprised. Sure, they're probably surprised. Here's the thing. You're, yeah, I, yeah, I know. You, you made it a point with the whole their description thing. Here's the thing. Yeah. What would I change about this beer? So, like, a great, which is, I assume that's in your category. Like, you're, are you putting great or good? I'm putting great. Okay. The description of great for us is flavors don't hit perfect to make an A. For example, not hoppy enough. Or the awesome category. Oh, yeah. Which one are you? Oh, amazing slash awesome. All right. The description is a couple things I would tweak. Smaller flavors, like like if, if a beer's not hoppy enough, that's like a major like, thing. So but the smaller flavors don't just... Sit great. Um, and kind of like I mentioned that fizz kind of throw me off. Um, but the, the, it's really the smaller things that I would tweak. Um, like if I was, and I think that's kind of goes to my comment of, I think you could spruce this beer up a little bit. I think if they played more on the piney notes, kind of had more of a resiny body, that would be interesting. Um, or a little more, I think I think lemon pairs better with pale ales than orange. I think lemon. I think the orange kind of just washes out with the hops. So I think if you maybe put a little lemon drops in the hops, or you know, I don't I don't know what direction you want to take that, but something like I think you just make it a little more tart. You have a little more of an experience uh, with the beer, but where it's at right now, I think it falls a little. Um. It just it just doesn't stand out, but I think I think the beer is good. It's just like, and that's why I put it in the four. I think I think the and it speaks to really Bell Breakers a company because I think it's a very well made beer and very well balanced beers. But uh, a couple things I would just tweak a little bit. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, I think that's probably the difference, especially in that higher end. Uh, between our great and amazing slash awesome is that um, when we say flavors don't hit perfect, we're probably talking about like a few things where as that next tier up, it's like it's really just one or two things that, you know, 
very, probably very similar, but it's just like it's getting better and better as you as you get up there, obviously. So I I say three point five. I'm still in that high B category. Um, I I think that I, I understand their concept. You know that I think they lay it out very clearly, and I think that translate into what you drink in the beer. Um, not I don't know. Sometimes it's kind of a thing for us with can design. Um, personally, I feel like their can design is encapsulates this beer more than it does their other beers. Uh, I don't know. I think like like their bottom cutter looks exactly like this, and you're like, oh, you're thinking something like a little bit lighter, but bottom cutter is like a syrup boy, and it's it's a little confusing. So, can I help you? I'm just listening. Oh, okay, all right, sorry. Just, you, you're you're really intently looking at the can, and I'm like, are you trying to find something to uh, critique about my critique here? Because uh, <laughs> well, I, I I was just thinking that the uh, the left fence post has what appears to be a oh, a hop yeah. with a 41 inside of it and it could be like a little face with like the zero and the one i don't know oh i see the zero and the one i don't know why is there would a be a face? zero is and a, a one is but, it a hop uh, in the knot like i see the little 41 in there uh, you know i bet i bet there's a post that looks like that and someone like carved something into it with a knife or something and that's kind of why because so field 41 is referencing a a field of hops at bell breaker or something like that or that's that is the field designation that they own i don't know the it's specifics it's, but it's a bell breaker field okay yeah i was gonna say it's it's the field of hops in which the brewery sits there you go yes so they they are a hop company uh, but they also have a brewery. Uh, anyways, back to the... <laughs> yes, that is nice. And that's like their little logo thing. That's like their logo is the hop with the 41. It's like their thing. Um, that's all I was thinking about. Okay, Nothing sorry to I, sorry I was like, accusing oh, you. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I'm sorry I was accusing you. So, but yeah, I don't know. I guess I just have like a few more tweaks that I would make. I, I just don't think I would quite put it into that top tier. Um, I, although they nailed their concept, I, I still think like it, I don't know. It's missing something. For it's you. missing something for me. That's what it is. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. It's just not, an, I guess it just doesn't pack enough punch where I want it to is probably the best way to put it. So. Well, if you like this episode, want to hear more, like subscribe, all that stuff. Tell us what you did on this rambunctious day of stock craziness. Did you become a GameStop billionaire? Uh, did you nice. uh, lose all your money in a hedge fund? Must suck ass. Um, have you had a bell breaker beer before? Let us know. Uh, we might read it. I don't know. Like, like, like a couple weeks later, I'll probably see it. <laughs> yeah, especially you. Yeah, sure. If Nick isn't banned off social media, he'll read it. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> see you next week.